into the village ahead of you. As soon as you enter it, you will see a donkey tied there with its colt beside it. Untie them and bring them to me. I want to speak to you on this Palm Sunday, 2021, as we come out of this global pandemic. Let me speak to you on the subject matter, new season, new donkey. New season, new donkey. Let's begin. We're going to extrapolate from scripture here. Let's begin with the first initial silo. He sent two of his disciples, go to the village ahead of you. Let me repeat that. Go to the village ahead of you. This is a triumphal entry that Pastor Nate and Pastor Elijah, we just referenced together. It is the beginning of what we deem as Holy Week. The greatest week in the history of mankind. The most transformative week in all of history. This week changed absolutely everything. In spite of everything that has happened throughout the course of human history, including this unprecedented global pandemic, including landing on the moon, including so many of our technological achievements, nothing can compare to the week where Jesus entered Jerusalem, where he had the Last Supper, where he suffered the trial of Gethsemane, where he was betrayed by his own, where he was crucified on the cross, shed his blood for the forgiveness of our sins. And on the third day, when everyone believed that he was gone, he resurrected from the dead. Nothing can compare to the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus. You could put anything you want right next to it. Nothing can compare. Every other achievement of man falls short when we think about the fact that God became flesh that he died to forgive your sins and my sins, and then he resurrected to give us eternal life, new life, and abundant life. Here we are 2,000 years later. This is 2,000 years ago. There are empires that have lasted for a brief amount of time. We had the Roman Empire, before that the Greek Empire, before that Mesopotamia and Egypt. And then after the Roman Empire, we had the Byzantine Empire. And then we had different empires that emerged throughout the course of the past few hundred years. The, the British Empire, the Spanish Empire, the Portuguese had their season. America has had a time of over a hundred years of global prominence. That may be shifting now. It may be the Chinese who come up next. But every single... Throughout the course of human history, we have seen prominent things emerge. Yet for 2,000 years, the undefeated, unbridled, uncompromised reality is that the gospel of Jesus still works. For 2,000 years, wherever that gospel reaches, whatever nation, whatever land, people are transformed. People are set free. Families are saved. Addiction chains fall off. Eternal life is activated. You even go into villages where they have no prior, prior recognition. You go into villages where there was no television, no computer, no Wi-Fi, no internet, and you give them the gospel of Jesus and the same identical outcome that takes place in an advanced nation or city is the same place that takes in villages that have never heard about Jesus because it's not about what we think. It's about an experience with the living God that sets you free. How many here are grateful as we begin this holy week that the blood of Jesus still washes away the sins? That the Spirit of God is
is still working. And the gospel of Christ is still for you and I. Now listen, it all began. It all began with this triumphal entry. Jesus looks at his disciples. He sent two of them and sent the following. Go to the village ahead of you. Somebody say, ahead of you. Here's the first point for today. Go to the village ahead. What God has for you is not behind you. It's ahead of you. He said, go to the village ahead. You are here because you have an assignment. And just like the disciples tasked with bringing back the donkey, God has called you to step into areas where you will acquire what God will use for something big. Yet here lies embedded a powerful word. Go to the village in front of you. Somebody say in front of you. Not go back to the village we just came out of. Not go back to Bethany. Not go back to Capernaum. Not go back to this, to that. He said, go to the village ahead of you. What you need is not behind you. What you need is in front of you. What God has for you is not behind you. It's in front of you. What God needs from you is not behind you. What God needs from you is in front of you. You will never see your future while you are focused on your past. Let me repeat that. You will never see your future while you are focused on your past. You will never experience your breakthrough while you are obsessed with those that broke you. Should I repeat that? You will never experience your breakthrough while you are obsessed with those that broke you. Jesus told them, you're going to find what we need in front of you, not behind you. The devil wants you to stay stuck in your past. The enemy of your destiny wants you to stay looking at your past. Your flesh loves your past. But Jesus said this in Luke 9, 62. No one puts his hand to the plow and looks back. Is fit for the kingdom of God. The TPT version reads as follows. Why do you keep looking back to your past? Having second thoughts about following me. If you turn back, you are not fit for God's kingdom. You, Jesus said, go and you will find what you need in front of you. You will never see everything God has for you until you accept everything that God did for you. And what he did for you was he buried your past. So stop. This is, it. yes, it's not beating a dead horse. Today you're beating a dead donkey in a colt. We're reiterating this with great intentionality. Why is the Spirit of God reminding us again through this passage? There's nothing back there in the past. Don't live in that old offense. Don't live in the old heartbreak. Don't live in the old pain, the past failure, the past sin. Don't look back. Don't think back. Don't talk back. Don't pray back. Don't text back. Don't swipe back. I said don't swipe back. Don't swipe back. Don't Google back. There's an anointing ahead of you. There's an open door ahead of you. There's abundant life in Christ ahead of you. Something is waiting ahead of you. You need to make a commitment on this Palm Sunday that you're not looking back. You're not talking back. You're not swiping back. You're not texting back. As for you in your house, you're moving forward in the name of Jesus. You're going ahead. Somebody say, I'm going ahead. He, Jesus told them everything, what you need for this is ahead of you and not behind you. Don't look back. 
Look forward. Don't look back. Don't look back. Don't look back. You may be tempted to go back. You may even think that you lost your season somewhere in the past. Don't go back to the old relationship. Don't go back to the old job. Don't go back to the old crowd. Go into the village in front of you. Even your way of thinking. Don't go back to the old way of thinking. You need to rebuke the devil. When he tells you to go back, tell him, no, there's nothing back there. There's absolutely nothing back there. Even if back there there is some sort of soup soda promotion, don't drink the Kool-Aid. There was a moment of transition in my life when I was a young buckaroo. I was transitioning from one job to another. And, and I was already involved in ministry work. And, but the ministry work was not covering everything that I needed for my bills. So after I was teaching for five years, I was a high school teacher for five years. And then I went into this moment of ministry, full-time ministry. Then all of a sudden, I found myself in the predicament. I may have to go back. So I made a call back to my school district, and, and we had a great relationship, uh, and, and I called them back, and all of a sudden, by calling them back, there was an opportunity that was offered where, Sam, we want you back, but not where you left before. There's this promotional element embedded that, that would really welcome you, and it will put you in place to be the next of a, a certain, which was a high school, to be a high school principal. So and, and all of a sudden, I'm going like, wow, I'm just getting promoted by looking back, and then a prophetic voice emerged. Ironically enough, a prophetic voice from the same camp. My, a former principal, a boss of mine actually, a former boss of mine looked at me, met with me in the office, and said, Samuel, I hear you're doing this and this and this. He looked at me, closed the door, and said, I'm not supposed to be telling you this. This is a principal. This is a, the boss. He said, I'm not supposed to be telling you this. He closed the door. He looked around like if there were cameras or something. And he said, oh, Samuel, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I'm going to tell you this. You can't come back. You can't do this. He, and then he said something. I'm not supposed to tell you this, but your calling is way beyond this. He said, if I welcome you back or bring you back here, I'm going to limit. And then he said, quote, I'm going to limit what God placed you on this planet for. You're, you're going to change the nation. You're going to change the world. So sorry, sorry, but not sorry. I'm going to make it difficult as heaven for you to be comfortable when you're looking back. I'm preaching to someone right now. Don't, there are times that the door shuts on you. Instead of whining about that door shutting down, open up your mouth and give God some praise because somebody is pushing you to your place of destiny. If you know what I'm talking about, praise like you know you're not going back. Number two, when you obey God in the now, God provides for your next. Everything you need to thrive tomorrow is already waiting for you. Let me make it legal. This is what Jesus told them. First, he told them, don't look back. Go ahead. And then he said, as you go in, you will see a donkey that is tied there with its coat beside it. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. This Sunday morning is a bit difficult for Pastor Sam on Palm Sunday because I requested from my volunteer team and my staff, anyone who would volunteer to be a coat or a donkey for this illustration. And there was complete complete unanimous rejection of my idea with that being said jesus did not go into the village pastor jeff jesus did not do this stop jesus did not go in the middle of the night while the disciples were sleeping 
prior to the triumphal entry of Jesus to Jerusalem, Jesus stepped into Jerusalem and he brought a donkey and a colt and he set them up and he tied them and he went back to sleep with his disciples. There is no mention that Jesus went in there the night before and placed a colt or a donkey there. Yet he told them, go ahead. I'm going to tell you what you're going to find when you go ahead. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you perfect detail. There's going to be a donkey, a colt next to it, brand new, never used before. They're going to be tied up. You're going to speak to the owner. Tell him that I need to borrow them. He's going to release them the moment you mention my name. He gave them specific detail. I want you to hear me. God has everything in place. God has already put everything in place. As you move forward, oh, man, he's already placed everything you need for you to fulfill his God-ordained purpose and mission. It's already there. Somebody say it's already there. He already stepped into and he already filled it with everything you need. Your provision is waiting for you. Your protection is waiting for you. You're not even waiting for a breakthrough. There's a breakthrough waiting for you. You're not going in there going, I'm going to go in there and find my healing. You're wrong. You're not, go, you're not stepping into the season to find your healing. Your healing is waiting for you. What you need and what you're looking for is already waiting for you. God goes ahead. Repeat after me. God goes ahead. God goes ahead. God already stepped into your next season. Here's what Deuteronomy 31 says. The Lord is the one who goes ahead of you. He will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Do not be fearful or dismayed. Isaiah 52 verse 12 says, For the Lord will go before you, and the God of Israel will be your rear guard. Isaiah 45 verse 2, I, speaking God, I will go before you. I'm going to level the mountains. Whatever stands in your way, I'm going to deal with it before you get there. I will break down the gates of bronze. I feel the Lord. And I'll cut through the bars of iron. Whatever is in front of you, whatever could stop you, God says, I'm going to deal with it before you get there. And whatever could hold you back, the bars, whatever could imprison you and hold you captive, I'm going to annihilate the bars before you get there. What does that mean? It means put a smile on your face because God already stepped into your tomorrow. He already stepped into your next season he already dealt with any devil that can defeat you he already defeated all of the potential enemies against you and he already provided for everything you need in your next season somebody that should put a smile on your face it's already waiting for you all you need to do is move forward somebody repeat after me everything i need it's already waiting for me He's already defeated your enemies. He's already provided for you. God went ahead. When you look forward, God goes ahead. When you look forward, God goes ahead. He defeats everything. He provides everything. When you obey now, whoo, you're now and your necks are married. What you, what you obey now will determine what you operate next. What you pray for now will determine what you praise for next. What you sow now will determine what you will reap next. It's already waiting for you. 
you. I'm speaking to someone right now who's stuck. You're stuck in this COVID season. You're stuck in this past year. Some of you are stuck way beyond COVID. You're using COVID as a cover. You've been stuck for a while. And you're using COVID as a cover. And you're saying, I'm stuck because of COVID. No, you're not. You're stuck because there was stuff before COVID that already had you stuck. And you're trying to hide under the canopy of COVID. And just like a bunch of people who didn't die of COVID were labeled as people who died of COVID, you're covering up a bunch of stuff and you're putting it under COVID. I'm here to tell you the Holy Ghost is here this morning to tell you, get up, go ahead, don't stay stuck in your past because everything you need is already waiting for you. Your miracle is waiting for you. Your anointing is waiting for you. Your breakthrough, your job, your relationship, your healing. You're not waiting for them. They are waiting for you. There was a donkey and a colt. So I don't care if you see it. By the time you get there, it will be waiting for you. It's waiting for you. It's already there. Somebody say, it's already there. All you need to do is pursue righteousness. Walk in the ways of the Lord. Walk in the promises of God. And everything you need will be waiting for you. It's already there. Somebody say, it's already there. That's not hype. That's the promise of God. We just made it legal. It's biblically substantiated. All you need to do is move forward. Go ahead. Move forward in your prayer life, in your fasting life, in your devotion and commitment to God. It's already there. I love this. When you obey God in the now, God provides for your next. He provides for your next. Then, here comes my favorite point. You can't step into a new season on an old donkey. That's it. Luke 19.30 about this passage says, regarding the cult and the donkey, says, not only are you going to go on the cult and the donkey, but you're going to go and untie him. You will see no one has ever ridden. No one. Brand new. Brand new. You, you missed that one. It's brand new. Jesus entered triumphantly on a new cult. Not old, not used, but new. And here's the problem. People want to step into their new season riding on old donkeys. We're coming out of this pandemic. We're coming out of this crazy cuckoo for Cocoa Puff season collectively. But if you want to do it with your family, you've got to ride on something new. If you want to come out of this crazy, on the old stuff, you're missing the point of this message. Jesus entered into the greatest week ever, including suffering for him that he was already aware of. But he stepped in on something new. you got to step into this new season with new strategies, new ideas, a new prayer life, new confession, new praise. Oh, boy. Don't, don't expect to step into this new season and having great outcome in your riding on old donkeys, old strategies, old habits, old experiences, old anointing. You can't step into something new riding old donkeys. It must be new. Don't be satisfied with the old. Don't be satisfied with the used. Demand the new. Jesus put it this way. Luke chapter 5, talking about the old and the new. No one puts new wine into old wineskins. For the new wine would burst the wineskins, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine must be stored in new wineskins. I believe the past year has been a season, and it's been more about the wineskin, less about the wine. I believe the Lord has been preparing you and I, forging new wineskins. 
is the new you ready for the new wine? And he's been operating in you. He's been removing old ways of thinking, relationships, ideas, habits. You're not who you used to be a year ago or a year and a half ago. You're a new person. You don't walk the same. You don't talk the same. Some of you don't even pray the same. You're not who you used to be. Oh, I sense the Lord. There are things the enemy would get away with three years ago that he will not get away with in your life right now. Am I preaching to anybody? There, there are things the enemy would do four years ago. He would slap you around like a cheap piñata, but that's not who you are anymore. Not anymore. You've been through hell and high water. You survived what other people couldn't. Are you with me right now? You're here by the grace of God. I'm preaching to at least five people now. You're not the way you used to be. You're not the, your wineskin has changed. So you're telling God, my wineskin, I'm a different person. Give me the new wine. Give me the new wine. This wine will not be lost. This wineskin will not burst. The new you. The new you is ready for the new wine. Is that you? Raise your hand if that's you. You survived some stuff. You overcame some stuff. You overcame stuff that other people don't even know you overcame. Raise your hands if that's you. That means you qualify. You, 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 you. Jesus is going to you, you, oh, you. You, 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 you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Give God new praise, new worship, new posture. If you do, he will sit on it. He will rule over it as his glory invades your life and your region. I love that. It's the new you. So let me speak to you prophetically now this Palm Sunday morning. God is going to use the new you. Just like he used the new cult and the new donkey as a facilitative mechanism by which he arrived into his place of destiny, he's going to ride on the new you. He's gonna, his glory will be upon the new you in such a way. He's going to enter into environments, into houses, families, and communities through you, the new you, and his glory will shine. You, 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 because it's the new you. Because the old you died. And I'm here to declare the old you will never come back to life again in the name of Jesus. How many believe that with me? How many are ready for God's glory to ride on the new you? If that's you, if that's you, praise like you're saying, God, I'm ready. How many are ready to come out of this season and step into a brand new season with the glory of Jesus? The glory of God riding on top of your business, your health, your mind, your family, your marriage, your relationships, your surroundings, your declarations. The glory of God on you like never before. Last point. Last point. God provides it, you untie it. Let me repeat that. God provides it. You what? You what? God provides it, you untie it. He told them, you're going to find them, they're going to be new. Go ahead of you. Go, go, you go ahead. Don't go back. What, what you need is ahead of you, not behind you. Go up there, go, go do your thing. And they did. And they did. It's already waiting for you. Yeah. It's new. I love this. And now, I'm not going to untie it for you. You untie it. I provided you untie it. God provides it, you untie it. We got to stop this entitlement mindset. He already paid it all for our salvation. 
There it is. That's your entitlement card. He already did it all for your salvation. Everything else horizontally in life, he provides you on time. There are things that you have to do. Without holiness, you will not see God. Without confession and repentance, you will not have eternal, new, or abundant life. There are things. He paid the price. So it's not like you have to pay. He paid it all, but you have to untie it. Amazon Prime. Come on. Pastor Ava's addicted. Every single day, Monday through Saturday, now even on Sundays. Nothing is sacred. I walk out of my door, so help me, there's a box. Honey, but you could have bought that at CVS. I know, but it's easier through Amazon. Honey, CVS is a half a mile from our house. But this whole thing about, boop. Oh, but it's cheaper. It's more convenient. It's out there. It's out there, out my door. Amazon Prime, that truck, that little smiley thing almost smacked that smirk off that truck. <laughs> Cost me money. I leave the box. Sometimes Pastor Sam gets an attitude, which is surprising for you. And I say, I look, I'm not making this up. I look at the box. Pastor Lauren, true story. I look at the box. It's in front of my house. Sometimes I just, because sometimes I get into one of those funky moods. And I look at the box, I go, I ain't picking it up. <laughs> she ordered it. I don't even know what it is. She ordered it, and I'm the one that has to pick it up. No. Let her recognize the fact that that box is waiting for her. I didn't order it. If it was my box, I would pick it up. It's called personal responsibility. I'm an old school guy. I believe in that. But no, let her pick it up. And if the box is not picked up, I don't care how much it's worth and the value, it will be waiting outside. She paid for it. Amazon delivered it, but unless she picks it up and opens it. I'm going to preach like a madman now. You've been praying for stuff that's already waiting for you. You've been praying for anointing. You've been praying for overflow. You've been praying for a harvest. You've been praying for a breakthrough. God's not going to untie it. He already released it. You need to open up your mouth and untie what he already provided. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Lift up your hands. Let's pray. Let's pray. I got it. This is a very interesting thing. You see right here? This is, this is, how can I put this? This is a designer bag. It's not mine. It's not Pastor Ava's. It's from an entrepreneur in our church who has worked hard enough that she has this amazing designer bag with a name that's recognized in the designer bag world. It's French. And it sounds like Louis. <laughs> And it sounds like button. Lewis button. <clears throat> it's here. It's tied up. This, 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 this costs money. It does. Now, I'm not, that's, I'm not an expert on women's designer bags. Not anymore. I was set free. I'm kidding. I've never been. Sorry. Bad joke. Actually, a good joke, but a bad joke. I have no idea how much it costs. I know it costs money. 
and then something about a red bottom, and I don't even know what that means. Whatever. All I know, it's pricey. Now, Pastor Jeff, the price of this bag hasn't changed because it's bound. Look, it's tied up. It's in a rope. The price is still there. It still has value. What's gone is its purpose. You don't lose your value because you're bound. You lose your purpose. You're still created in the image of God. You still carry divine purpose. I'm, I'm preaching to somebody. Your captivity does not diminish your value. Your captivity holds back your purpose. Oh, I'm preaching now. The moment I get this. The moment I untie it. Now it has both value and functionality. It has value and purpose. I'm here to prophesy to you. You're about to see everything that God has already planted for you. This is the season where you will release it by the authority of heaven's name. I'm here to tell you everything that God already sent your way is about to be set free. If you believe it, give God a shout of praise. Raise your hands. I'm going to give you what the Holy Spirit gave me. Forgiveness unties favor. Let me repeat that. Forgiveness unties favor. Some of y'all need to forgive. Some people mess you up, hurt you, offended you. Forgive them. There's favor right now that's bound because you're not willing to forgive. Forgiveness unties favor. Repentance unties redemption. Doing things with excellence. Excellence unties elevation. Belief unties blessings. Faith unties fulfillment. Praise unties his presence. Grace unties glory. And love unties life. Lift up your hands. We're done. Stand with me. You're, you are standing. This is the day to untie your anointing, untie your family, untie your finances, your promotion, untie divine health, divine healing, untie holiness, untie justice, untie love, joy, and peace. Loosen it, untie it. God told Abraham to loosen the ram, untie the ram. He provided the ram for Isaac's sacrifice. He did the same thing he did. This is all a foreshadowing. Jesus told his followers to untie Lazarus. Jesus resurrected his buddy, but he didn't untie him. He told us, hey, y'all, I already did my job. Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus came out like this. All tied up in dead man's clothes, wrapped up. Jesus said, I already did what I had to do. Y'all, y'all, y'all love him? Y'all, go ahead, untie him. Surround yourself with the kind of. Surround yourself with the kind of people that refuse to see you bound up when they know that God has value and purpose for your life. Are you with me? Untie it. Untie it. Untie it. Untie it. If this word spoke to you, raise your hand. If you would like to walk out of a new designer bag, raise both hands. I'm kidding about that one. Now, I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit right now. 
I'm just hearing from God about untying. Untying. You haven't lost your value because you're bound. You lost your purpose. But the moment you untie it, forgiveness unties favor. Lift up your hands. Heavenly Father, seal this word right now. On this Palm Sunday, you remind us, the next verses say, that as they untied it, Jesus entered in. People broke branches and said, blessed is he. It is the passage in scripture where the word broken and the word blessed appear together. I love that. Broken branches can become conduits of great blessings. We've all been broken at one moment in our lives. We've all been broken at least for a moment for a season. Thank you that you do great things with broken people when they are redeemed in the presence of Christ.